I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people, it gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. Listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart for a year, and what a year it has been. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Make Woke AF Daily your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, so everyone, welcome to another episode of Life in Spanglish. Ooh-hoo. If you're just joining us for the first time for some weird reason, because me and Carolina have been doing this for a long time right now, um, I'm Honey German. And I'm Carolina Bermudez. And we talk about, you know, living your life in Spanglish. You know, we talk about our life, our marriage, kids, COVID-19, and we talk about it all from a perspective of, you know, a Latina living in America. Yeah, we put it through the Latina filter. And that's what, like, we keep it very real here and tell you, like, the real deal, how it affects us and how it affects our friendships and our families and all of the above. And today we have a special guest. We really don't bring on a lot of guests because we like our guests to make sense. Yeah. And we have Angelica Villa on with us today. Yay! <laughs> how are you good and we're excited to have you on for a couple of reasons first of all you also live your life in spanglish i follow you so you're very in tune with with your latina side and you're yes. very comfortable with putting forth who you are can you give us a little background about yourself well i'm dominican and you know i grew up in the bronx and you know i i'm 21 i've been doing music for a very very long time basically almost like a decade like 11 years now and you know it's been a journey it hasn't been an easy journey but you know step by step day by day and you know just continue to basically i guess make sure that i'm knowledgeable within the in the industry that i'm in you know it's just i, I get through it well, yeah. you said you said you're a Dominican living in the Bronx right now during COVID-19. I want to know how many people do you have in your spot right now? How many family members are you living with, like dealing with as we are in this current situation? 
Well, back at home in New York, I have my mom, my sister, and my brother. And then here, I'm with my boyfriend and me. Okay, where are you at now currently? Are you? Atlanta. Oh, you're in Atlanta. Okay, okay, because that's what I was wondering. I'm like, oh, man, because, you know, those apartments, those places get real tight when you're in there for longer than, you know, 24 hours with your family. They have lots of opinions, you know, so. Uh I mean, we live in a private house, so it's, it's we still kind of have like our own space. I just yeah. like to be over here because I get I have my setup here, so you know, working is not a, even a problem. I have my ring light here, so I get to create still and do videos and content. Have you come back to New York at all during the whole COVID nineteen pandemic and the lockdown? Oh yeah, when it first started, like I was definitely quarantined, but I know my mom, like she definitely missed me. <laughs> so I, like I was telling her, like it's kind of difficult to travel because COVID is out here and I'm not trying to give nobody COVID. And yeah, so, you yeah. know, especially anybody like my grandma or, you know, cause she, she lives in her own separate household, but you know, we'd like to visit her. And so yeah, it's, a little, it's definitely a little bit difficult, you know, seeing the family. But I, I definitely, the way I, I do it is I stay here for like two months and then I go over there for like smart. one month and then I come back here for two months. But I try to keep the traveling definitely at a minimum. And if I do travel, then I'm traveling with a whole bunch of sanitizers. <laughs> <laughs> Hazmat suit. You have to be exactly. super careful. Because, you know, you saw Carol G. She spoke yesterday about um, yeah. con- contracting COVID-19. And she, she was super careful. She was social distancing. She was wearing her mask. She was doing everything. And she still got it. Yeah. Yes, it's so devastating too, because for somebody who was, as you mentioned, honey, very aware, very cautious, you know, she actually, she was puzzled. She said, I don't even know how I got this, you know, knowing that how she's been going throughout her daily life. So you have to be careful. But um, Angelica, you know, I wanted to talk to you about being a new artist during this time. It can't be easy. You know, you mentioned something about having your setup and your ring light and, you know, I'm just curious as to how, like, how are you navigating this? You know, because normally your label would have a big push. You would be going to the right to to the radio stations Mm -hmm. to see people like Honey and I in person. So I know it's definitely going to have strategy. Well, I literally just try to keep myself busy because, you know, during quarantine, I feel like quarantine is definitely the time to be, you know, working within yourself and, you know, just working on the things that, you know, you you probably don't even know yet. And so when quarantine first started, I told myself, oh, actually not even, right? Like actually months before quarantine started, I always had a goal to learn how to, you know, record myself faster because I know how to record myself, but I always wanted to be a little bit more knowledgeable with it. And mm-hmm. so, you know, I've just been practicing, you know, recording myself and now I'm a beast. Like <laughs> I'm on point with it. I have, um, again, like I was saying, I have my ring light. So yeah, I feel like it's super helpful when it comes to like making videos and stuff like that, because I feel like before when I didn't have it, and it's crazy because when I didn't have it, I didn't know how much I needed it. <laughs> but like, w- like when I didn't have it, it's like, it's a little bit dim in some of the parts of the house. So, you know, I just bring my ring light, you know, pop that on, you know, pop that little baby <laughs> on and you know, we're good to go. <laughs> now, I want to bring it, I want to bring it back. Can we talk about being a Dominican and telling your mom, mommy, yo quiero cantar, yo quiero ser un artista. 
Mm-hmm. How, did, how did your mom take that? Because you know, Latina moms are weird in, in some type of like instances. It can go either way. Yeah. It could my, go my mom, with support or they're like, no, tienes que ser una abogada o doctor. You know, like they, they can uh, go. Mm-hmm. So it's a little bit tricky. And, and I, I feel like in this situation, I'm very, very blessed. And I, I, I can't do anything but thank God because like my like my mom she's old school like she's an old school dominican but she's also very very young she's like 30 so, she's like 39 or something like that and so yes, her mother's in her 30s okay so, so i'm so, older she's, than your she's mother like, she's like 39. <laughs> caroline that's different for her she don't got a mom like I'm, ours <laughs> yeah, she, my mom she's gonna be mad that i put her age out there but she's <laughs> probably awesome. like 39 40. And so she's an old school mom, but she's very youthful and she's very urban. She knows exactly what's going on in today's world. She knows okay. about like, like when, when, um, when she first found out, like I used to do music, it's like, it was more of like, wow, like you actually know what you want to do, but at a young age, because I've been doing music again when I was like 10 years old Ten, doing yeah, you YouTube videos and, yeah. you know, is is I guess she's been very supportive of me because my manager is her brother, which is my uncle. Okay. And so, you know, we keep it within the family. And so she's always been rooting for me. And so to see this happen, even my siblings, like they're very, very supportive of me when they see everything that's happening. And, you know, sometimes you just got to do it yourself. And so like now that they're starting to understand how it really is behind the scenes of a signed artist and I like I definitely like that because you know with with Latino households you know when you want to be a a painter or a rapper or a singer sometimes you know Hispanic households are not very supportive because they don't know if it's definitely going to yield success that's my my grandma she's the one who'd be like no 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 <laughs> that's more like my mom. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I but was gonna music. That's just her personality. Like she's the the real old school, old school grandma. <laughs> OG, the OG grandma, Abuelita. Uh-huh. No, you know, I was gonna say when you have a talent though, and you're part of a Latino household, you know that you're the entertainment. Every time they have people come over, they're like, "Vengan a ver a Angelica que va a cantar," and you know, like you're like standing on the chair. They put you up. You know, was that like ever the case when your family would come over? Were you like? showcased and practicing in front of them or were you a little more shy I've always been shy but I've always been a discreet person as well uh-huh. <laughs> so like my and my, my family like we are so like we are into the moment and we have so much energy and we just like to get like lit and turn up so if it's like a, a gathering like Thanksgiving and like like um what is it like new year's eve and stuff like that it's more of just like a gathering play some music you know let's get lit where's the corona is el presidente yeah. el moro <laughs> el, el you know all of that el maduros the, the lasagna all of that el perni so it's like oh, it's yeah. more of that type of vibe we just you know taking pictures and stuff like that it was never really like putting me on the spot or, or making it all about me it was not oh, just all I about love the that. entire family 
When I'm out the house, then, you know, I'm, I'm doing my thing and being an artist, I'm Angelica Villa. But when I'm home, soy Angelica. <laughs> yes. Okay. I was going to say there's a big distinction there between who you are outside and who you are to family because your family's always, you're always going to be Angelica, you know? Um, yeah. Tell me how you linked up with Fat Joe, though. So, like, what's the story behind that? So, again, so, you know how I started doing my videos on YouTube? So, mm -hmm. at one point, Instagram started getting lit. And so, I'm like, hmm, let me just try to, you know, grow a platform and, you know, push my videos on here. And so, at that time, that's when, like, the 15-second videos was popping. Because video um, Instagram, they ain't really have no videos like that. And right. so, I started doing my little videos on there. And then... 15 seconds went into 30 seconds and so at one point the why thoughts freestyle was going viral with um dj Khaled, mm -hmm. rihanna um bryson Tillena. and so i'm like hmm everybody's making their own freestyle and i ain't no rapper but you know i know how to sing and i know how to you know i'm from the bronx so you know the, the rapping voice is already in me so i'm like all right let me do a little video and when i get that <laughs> video today I laugh because I'm like I cringe because I'm just uh, like uh uh. You saw but, the growth though. You said what? You saw the growth though. That's good. Yes, yeah. yes, 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 definitely. But it was definitely embarrassing, no. <laughs> <laughs> but the the way like how Fat Joe had seen because of that video was because Pretty Lou, for one, it went viral a little bit, and then Pretty Lou, he was um he's one of the hottest hosts in New York City, and he had posted on his page, and he's super close with Fat Joe. So when Fat Joe he had seen it on his um his page, he was like, "Yo, who's that?" And I was already working with Pretty Lou on his mixtape. Um, I was doing the single for it. And so we was in the studio, you know, um, Pretty Lou, who's like this 17-year-old girl. Um, I was 17 at the time. You know, she's Dominican. She's from the Bronx. You know, she's fired. And, she, you know, she's going to come up. And at the time, I was already, like, playing in the radio stations because my uncle, his name is Nate Sketchy. He's very plugged in uh, in Uptowns. So, you know, I was playing in the radio stations, like, High 97, um, Power 105.1, and all that stuff. So, you know, when I met Fat Joe, he kind of put me to the test. And, you know, it, 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 I was, it was definitely nerve-wracking because I'm like, oh, snap. I didn't even know he was going to be there. But, you know, his wife was there. And, you know, after he put me to the test, he, he left. And then, like, What do you mean later, he put I, you to the test? Okay, did so you, did, yeah. did someone bring you to meet Fat Joe? So, no, I was are you talking about with, with Pretty Lou. And so we was working on the, the single. And okay. so, you know, he was like, oh, Fat Joe, he about to, he about to pull up and stuff like that. <laughs> I'm like, oh, snap. So I was shook. I'm like, oh, snap. Like, oh, snap. <laughs> and so um, he had pulled up. And then he had, like, when I say he put me to the test, he was like, play three of your hottest songs that you got right now. I'm like, oh, snap. And then <laughs> I played three songs and told me to sing and all that stuff and perform, basically. I, like, at that time, I didn't really know how to perform. So mm -hmm. I, I was just giving it all I got. Of course. If like, you got pipes, you got pipes. Huh? I said, if you got pipes, you got pipes. Like, Mm -hmm. <laughs> but yeah you know he put me to the test and you know it was again it was definitely a, a nerve-wracking experience but I got through it and months later I ended up finding out that his wife Lorena was the one who was like yo you need to sign that girl oh you know? so dope of her I love her for it yes. I love her I love her <laughs> you know it's crazy how like your spouse or like somebody very close to you 
can influence you. Like, yo, don't forget about that girl. Remember that girl. She's got something. And it's like, they might not be the person that puts you forth, but they're like a fairy godmother on the side. So that's For really real. Cool. Actually, I like yeah. how you say that. Fairy godmother. She, she's cute. I love her. She, she's definitely. She's beautiful. She is definitely dope. Well, I want to talk to, about what your style is as an artist, because you mentioned that one of your freestyles was, you know, Wild Thoughts with Rihanna. And um, I looked up some of your YouTubes, like you do some covers of different songs, but like if somebody were to ask you right now, like what genre, like what is your style? Who do you want to speak to? Like, who are you as an artist? So that people can know and they can look you up. Hmm. So when you say that, like, do you want me to like, I guess, name a list of the people that I listen to? Well, you know, who are your influences? Like who, who has been in the past that, you know, you would like to emulate or that you would like to be like, or, you know, just as an artist? Well, not like to be like, but the people that I'm inspired by, like Alicia Keys, I definitely grew, grew up listening to her. Um, Beyonce, um, I, if I want to throw it back, whew, Ashanti, J-Lo, oh, wow, I, I definitely yeah. grew up listening to Lloyd. Um, a lot of people, really, like a lot of people from back in the days and today, like Black, if we want to talk about newer artists, um, um what's her name saweetie she's lit sweetie like tap tap in i see honey i give her these gems sometimes she doesn't realize that like i really love to get ratchet like she on really my does. own time <laughs> i love it i surprise you so no that's <laughs> hey. great and i mean you're naming some like iconic artists you know so that's why i think that like right now as a new artist like what are you what are you writing about like are you taking this time to really write during quarantine and, and the whole pandemic definitely especially taking advantage of the fact that i got my setup here but yeah. you know i don't really have like a, a set structure but you know i just go with the feeling like and like the way i like i guess create music is always different every time like it's either i start by um, laying down the melodies and then plugging in the words or i have words that already pop up in my head and so i'm just gonna lay them down and just go from there it's really different like it's never really just a, a set strategy that i have that's super dope. I, I like that. I want to talk a little bit about social media, Angelica, yeah. because it's like you pretty much grew up in an era where social media probably has always been in some way part of your life. Basically, um, yeah. Do you feel pressure to like be uploading or like be sharing content, even if you don't feel like it, especially with everything that's going on right now with, with the lockdown, pandemic, COVID, mm -hmm. so even in Atlanta, like things, things are not well and they're not in Florida and how do you feel about still posting on social media do you feel awkward or are you perfectly okay I do feel awkward and you know for the number one reason being that I'm not really a social media kind of person like I like to you know soak myself in reality and so you know I feel like every time I'm on Instagram or like you know Twitter or just social media in general I feel like I'm just sucking myself into laziness and just, you know, I don't like to feel like that at all. So I just try to snap myself out of that. You know, I definitely feel pressure, you know, to post stuff because yeah. in reality, if you don't post and you're not being consistent and active on your socials, then, you know, there's nothing else that's going to happen, but it's going to die down. You know, yeah. it's, a weird, time, it's, it's a, a weird time though. It's associated. And yeah. Right. And then, yeah, go ahead. Um, Right. And then on top of that, it's like the Black Lives Matter and all that stuff yeah. is happening. It's like, it feels weird for me to post, really. And, yeah, you know, 
to promote yeah. my, my my music and myself and stuff like that. So, you know, I try to not post as much, but then when I feel like I'm like too ghost, I'm like, all right, let me just post a little flicky or a little like, you know, music coming because I do have a project uh, album coming. Yeah. Can we talk about the project? Yeah. How, mm-hmm. how far are you into the project and when can we expect it? And do you have any type of collabs you can tell us about? That project is done, honey. Oh, no, honey, we need it then. Come on now. When can we expect it? We need it ASAP. <laughs> no, but it's, it's definitely dropping really, really soon. I already know the date that it's dropping, but you know, I just, I want people to tune into my page because I'm just going to be dropping stuff like bombs. Like, you know, it's, it's going to be a surprise. <laughs> so, you know, I'm really excited though, because right, like before quarantine, like even hit, I had shot the music video with Tory Lanez for one of the songs that we got that's going on my project. And then I also got a couple features and I even have a women empowerment song on there. Share. With, um, so two women. Two women. So what? Can you share the names of any of your features? We got Tory mm. Lanez on one, right? We got Tory mm. Lanez. We've been doing that, Carolina. But We've that's, been that. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so like, okay, you gave one up. So now... She said women empowerment. I want to know yeah. who the women are that are. That's all y'all get. That's all y'all get is women empowerment. It's going to make you want to dance bachata, a little bit of Anthony Santos. Ooh, you know, we good. definitely got to throw the Anthony Santos up in there. And you know, it's, it's going to make you want to dance bachata and twerk at the same time. <laughs> I'm going to start practicing because that's going to be difficult for me. My hips just aren't ready for it, but I will try. I definitely will. I'll start working out now. I can't wait. <laughs> That's definitely yes, yes. I'm excited. Mm-hmm. I'm excited. And you know, I want to say you. Angelica, thank you so much for like, you know, putting forth your your roots, you know, not mm-hmm. shying away from it or being ambiguous about it. And you know, I'm a New Yorker, I'm from the Bronx, I'm Dominican, I'm bringing it and also infusing our culture into your music. You know, just the mm-hmm. fact that, that you're talking about like we're gonna be dancing bachata when your album comes out. Like that's oh, real. That's the first know, song on there really that's mm-hmm. good i'm excited I, I really am very very excited and you know I wish you. you i wish you the best i really want you to win i've always wanted you you know Aww. to win anytime <laughs> i think anything about you i'm like oh, i want her to win she's dominican from new york just like me so uh, yeah i'm rooting for you thank you so Absolutely. much i really appreciate that that's love and when all of this is over you have to make your way down to our studios we will celebrate you we'll play the song up real loud make a memory with you but thank you so much for joining us today this was so lovely to talk to you and best of luck take care of yourself be safe and we'll talk to you soon thank you so much and thank you for having me thank you (laughs) take care you too bye what a sweetheart yeah, for real. I didn't even know who I wanted to be at 21. I remember I got a tattoo when I turned 21. I regret it so much. I um I don't remember a whole lot of from my 21st birthday, but I can tell you I definitely knew that I wanted to move like in the direction of broadcasting and doing all that stuff. But for her to be so definitive and to have like an actual album like that she's ready to like, especially but that's what I was saying. It's like during these times, I think it's so incredibly difficult. And that was a question, a great question that you asked her because it is hard to be posting, but that's your relevancy. Like if you don't post, you're not relevant. If you do, you could put your foot in your mouth you know it it really is but you know I've kind of like been able to navigate you know the whole social media and and, you know we just have to be mindful we also Mm -hmm. have to be doing our part you know Mm -hmm. and then and then people also have to understand you still have a life and and some people came to your page 
for a certain type of content. Correct. You know? So it's yeah. just about like blending it all in. So it's like every day I sit at my desk and I'm like, you know what? This guy right here, um, he was a sanitation worker and now he's going to Harvard. Let me do a piece about him. <gasps> That's story. Know? Oh my gosh. If people don't know the story though, you got to tell, like, just quickly give a brief synopsis of like the, the story of the garbage truck. He, yes. he worked on a, gar- a sanitation worker. Yeah. So he was, um, his mother passed away. He, his father was a single dad to him and his brother. His, his dad, dad had complications, health dad. complications, and then it was him and his brother. Mm-hmm. So he went and he got a job like as a sanitation worker. But at the same time that he was out in the streets picking up trash, he was going to school. And now he's heading to like Harvard Law. Like Jesus. when I saw that story, <laughs> I caught my breath because it like I when he got the actual notice from Harvard, his cousin and his brother were sitting next to him. And the most beautiful thing that they the reaction video after the reaction video, I was my, tears were streaming down my face. Me but too. the best part about that was when I believe it was his cousin that said, yeah. he's not the one that's just going to Harvard. We're all going to Harvard. And because it'd be of like him. that. It'd be like that. It's like I was like, oh. Me too. Can but it get it, any more beautiful? Can it? But it, it, that brings me full circle. So it's like, yeah, I posted a picture of me looking cute. But guess yeah. what? Then I went and did a whole article about this young man, his amazing accomplishments, and what he did for the people in his city, his mm-hmm. family, and, and how he's moving forward. So I think navigating social media and, and you know this digital space right now, it's just using your influence in, in all different types of ways. It's challenging. It's challenging. I've given up for a little bit. I've, I've been um, kind of dark for a while. I actually asked on my Instagram today, what would you guys like to see more of? Because I want to tailor my social media to my audience yeah, not what everybody else is expecting or what they think that i should be doing like hey, carolina they followed you mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying it's mm-hmm. just like it's as much as you might just sooner or later they're gonna be like okay you know honey i appreciate your your efforts and i see what you're trying to do but you're not a, a, a civil rights activist that's not what right. i followed you for i have sean king for that like please play your position, go back to like what I originally wanted you for. Yeah. You know, so it's, it's, it's weird. It's like, we want to participate. We want to show our solidarity, but then do our followers really want that 24 hours a day? Yeah. Probably not, not from us. We're not Mm -hmm. news outlets per se when it comes to civil rights, police brutality. So it's like, yeah, we stand in solidarity, but, but we can't also just feed this type of content to a group of people that didn't follow us for that type of content. I don't like shoving anything down anybody's throat and I don't want anybody doing it to me, you know? So that's the reason why I said, I'm just going to take a step back. I'm going to give myself a minute and then I'm going to like regroup and take the feedback that I get from the people who matter, which is the people who um a lot of people love see this is the funny thing a lot of people love seeing my kids which to me is the biggest compliment and and i when i tell you from my heart it means the world to me because some people can get really like nasty and be like all you do is post about your kids you know but it's like but they are my life truthfully they are what i'm doing right now i am living my life for my children you know and i'm not and i'm not saying that in a way where it's like, oh my gosh, poor me. It's like, no, my number one focus are these two little boys. Okay. But you know? I follow a lot of moms. You post like 1% of when it comes to your kids. I know moms that post 
two, three times a day, their kids make pages for each one of their kids. No. I, like, trust me when I tell you, you are not doing a lot. Okay. Like, I appreciate that. Yeah. I can point you to pages that are doing a lot. I'm like, I understand these some cute kids and stuff. Yeah. Like, I don't need to know everything they're doing. Totally. Yeah. Like, like Asher last night for the first time he was reading, um, like we've been working on reading for him. He's going into kindergarten and he read a book and girl, I was so I jumped off the couch. This boy has come so far. I had, I, I did, and I'm not exaggerating. I had like tears and he was like, mommy, why are you crying? I said, because I am so happy for you. You've worked so hard. He's only four. Four, but he was reading last night and I was like, should I post it? I'm like, no, I don't know that maybe people think I'm bragging. I'm not bragging. This is a huge moment for us. Like, I know, that's I can... a, you just, I'm an overthinker, you know, so I need to let that go. Now, um, I do want to move on though. I do want to talk about something that is so, so important because I think that this strategically happened on Friday for a reason. Okay. Jada Pinkett Smith and Will Smith, they had the Red Table Talks. Now, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, because I, I personally do not watch the Red Table Talks, so I don't know when she releases new episodes. Are they released on Fridays normally? Um, I don't or, know. I know that she does do them every, I don't think it's weekly. I think okay. Cause I think it's just whenever she feels like, or when she has like the, um, the, the time and the availability to do it. Okay. So they discussed the August Alsina entanglement um now for those of you who don't know i'm going to give you a cliff's notes version very brief i love that you're doing this carolina apparently they were on a break and jada pinkett smith got really close with august alcina and really really close very very close and then august i guess put her on blast and came out and said that he had a relationship with her which nobody really knew am i on the right am i am i on the right track here okay and so then they had never addressed it before, meaning Jada and Will. And so they finally agreed to just put it all out there. Did you watch it? Of course I did. I was cringing as I opened up Facebook. I was like, I don't know what I'm about to see. And I felt so bad for Will Smith. I don't know, Carolina. Here's my thing. Can I put this out there? Like, Go. Go. Tell me, please. They weren't together. They weren't together. They but they were together, but they're still married. They're but still they were married. On a break. Like, <laughs> oh my gosh, like, this is like friends. Like, Carolina. Okay. And I, I understand you don't want this to be public. And I, I, I the main reason I don't like this situation is because they took in August Alcina kind of like as a second son. And you know, he was sick and they were mm. helping him. So it kind of like feels very like Woody Harrelson type of thing. You know what I'm saying? I didn't love that aspect of it because, and I think, was he having some mental health yes, issues? Yes. And, and that to me means you're already vulnerable. So why would you, as an adult, knowing that this is a younger adult, not, and I mean, they were both consenting were both adults. adults yeah, no, yeah. No. But as an older woman, knowing that this person is not really, yeah, you know, operating with everything you know and and i'm trying to find the nicest way to say this like that's why i'm stumbling yeah, a they're kind of like mentally and physically and medically fragile correct and so um the long and short of it is that they had an affair and mm -hmm. will smith knew about it and he wasn't happy about it and they worked through it and they're staying together 
I don't know. I, I just think that all of this is too much for the public to consume. Your relationship, your relationship. It makes me feel so uncomfortable talking about somebody else's relationship like this because it's your marriage. Here's the problem. Everybody made it public. Yeah. Yeah, she shouldn't have been on a red carpet with him either. That was the other thing too. What? Where did they go? Was it the BET Awards that well, they were saying he was a family friend? He, I I always viewed August Alsina as like their extra child. Mm-hmm. So yeah, he lives with us, kind of sorta. I felt like yeah. yeah, I read somewhere that he was like living with them, like they had for a while. So to me, it didn't seem odd because I always saw like Will and Jada as like older and parents and Jaden and Willow. You know, Mm -hmm. it's crazy when I first saw the clip and he was like, I had a relationship. It was the best relationship and I can die. I was like, oh, he must be talking about Willow Smith. Nope. Her mama, which by the way, Jada Pinkett Smith, let's just talk. She is fire. She looks so good. I mean, I don't blame him. She, she looks really good, but. I don't blame him either. But Will's face, Carolina, I don't know. Will's face tells me that he's just, I don't know. He just looked broken. He looked sad. He looked embarrassed. He, he did. All of the above. All of the above. And that's what I was like. I just, I felt something for Will Smith at that point, because I think that there's also like the PR machine that's behind this, that is pushing them to like come out and tell the truth, which I'm sure they would have loved to have kept it to themselves. And then he just looked like August put on blast. Oh wait, can you hear that? Holy crap. My phone is ringing. Oh wait. Okay, well, sorry about shout that. Out, big shout out to um, Angela Yee for scoring that interview with August Alsina. She did an amazing, amazing she job. She was incredible. Yeah. Angela Yee, Power 105. If you guys haven't seen it, I think it's on her Instagram page. You can look up the clips on her Instagram page, but she did an excellent job. You're right, honey. But um, but yeah, I just think it's at a point now where hopefully, I think they did it on Friday so that like over the weekend, people wouldn't have to talk about it and then it would kind of die down. You wait for another story to come around, you know? So, Carolina. 25 million people watched that red table talk. It is like probably her most watched ever table talk and Facebook's most probably watched original piece of content ever. I'm waiting really? for numbers. I'm following oh. this very closely because it, it, it's still happening. We're, we're still getting, so I, I guess she kind of like came out on top because, you know, her husband forgave her. She, you know, took down But that- did he? But did he? He's still there, Carolina, and he wants to stay in the marriage, so I guess he did. But and we like, don't know. But people say that Will is not a saint. That's the other thing, too, that people were like, oh, you think he hasn't had his OSRs, his onset romances, and that he hasn't had his dalliances and, like, all of these other things. And I think for a while, people were... um it was rumored that they were kind of in an open marriage. I don't know if that's true or not, but like there, there have been rumors that that's, that's a truth. Yeah, yeah. But whatever it is, it's still their marriage. And that's what makes me so uncomfortable about it. Like, I don't know. I, Carolina, I'm a big believer in like whatever works for you and your marriage. You yeah. Know? No, you're right. Maybe I'm too old school thinking I, that I'm way. Not, I'm not judging. You know what I'm saying? I, I sometimes think like, you know, judge me if you want. But like, sometimes I think like, oh, okay, would marriage work out better if people had like a pass? No, no, it wouldn't. Because guess what? I'll scratch her eyes out and I'll scratch his eyes out too. Okay. Because I am jealous. I do not want anybody touching him or talking to him. Actually, I'm getting pissed off right now. I'm going to call him right now. No, I'm kidding. Um, No, you know what? I wouldn't work with a personality like mine. 
Okay. I'm too, you know what I mean? Like, I know who I am. I know what I would tolerate. Allowing my man to have a pass once a year. Mm-hmm. But like, would you legitimate? And I'm not judging. I'm asking. Carolina, can I tell you something? I feel bad that like my husband's never going to get like a different piece of ass ever again. No, because he got the best piece of ass. Okay. Cause that's it. He got the, that's, he got the porterhouse right there. This is filet. <laughs> okay. You want some hamburger? You had hamburger before you got married. Okay. Cause You're this so is the good. real deal. I love you. I love no, you, Carolina. I have, ze- but, but this is the thing. Like I said to my husband the other day, he's been working out. He's been really watching himself se está cuidando my mom said, like, um, my mom said pero cuidado porque se está cuidando tanto and i said mom he just wants to look good he, you know he has uh heart issues in his family uh heart history so he really is he's very he's really taking care of himself and i just i said to him i said i love that i am still revved up over I my can. man That's i'm so still dope. i love you that. know what i mean like 12 yeah. years and there isn't one part of me maybe drake other than that, no, I'm joking. I'm, I'm messing with you. No, but for real, like the fire is still there. You know what I mean? Like I, I really thing. am I passionate. It. I feel it for him. And, and I'm grateful for that because I know that it can get lost after a while. It, you know? It really, really can. I really, really, really can. But you can always bring it back in. I say with marriage, you can always bring it back in. Breaks sometimes are necessary. And, you know, Will and Jada felt at that time that a break in their marriage was the best thing then, you know, God bless them. Because- the problem with this break before we go, the problem mm-hmm. with them is that they didn't clearly outline what the rules are. If you're going to go on a break, I'm for real. I'm for real. If you're going to go Carolina, on a break. We're on a break. We're on a break. There's no, no rules to the break. Oh, we're on a break, but you can't sleep with anybody. What if this no, break one year long? You cannot. If you're on a break and you need to see whether or not we are the right people for each other, uh-huh. you putting your dipstick in other people's oil is not going to happen. Okay. You know, because then like, what if I'm like, Ooh, I like this and I like that. And I like this. And then I'm like, you know what? I'm really not ready for this marriage because you know, I tried out other situations and they felt better. So that might help me decide if I want to still, you know, continue. So like for me, if my husband kissed another woman, Mm-hmm. I would lose my mind. I would never look at him the same way again. I would always think of him kissing that other woman and I would make her up in my mind because I probably wouldn't even know who she was. Oh. But I would, I would fixate on this other woman and it, and it would really turn me off. And that's the reason why I say like, if you're going to have a breakup and maybe you guys can write to us and tell us if you've been in this situation, because please educate me because I, I don't know, but I'm just thinking for Will and Jada, they should have had clear cut rules. Like you cannot be seen in public with this person. Carolina wants a a, 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 a separation uh, contract. Written. I would like a separation contract, please. Um, yes. And I would like that post-nup agreement. Thank you very much. Okay. Uh, but no, it, but for real, like, I think that that's the, where clear communication, there wasn't clear communication. And that's the reason why I think it got to this point. Let's, let's see. Let's see. Good enough. Yes. Now, anybody who wants to date August Alcina, be careful because he's going to put you out there. So I don't, I wouldn't, you know, I would think twice too about that. Cause a guy who kisses and tells, I don't love that either. Yeah. He's different. I'll pass on that. (laughs) (laughs) Well, with that being said, thank you so much for joining us on life in Spanglish. We love that you guys are listening and enjoying. And please, please feel free to DM us. I'm at the real Carolina. And you can hit me up. It's I am honey German on Instagram. And, um, no, 
Hasta la semana que viene. I know. And you know what, guys? Tell your friends, too, please. Whenever you're around, tell them you, we heard this great new podcast and share the love because we would love for you guys to like and subscribe and do all of the above. We can't wait to get back together so that we can actually give each other a hug. I can't wait to hug for you. Real. I really can't. I really can't. In person. Remember that? I know. Oh, my gosh. Remember when I got a little crazy off the brown liquor? Yeah, yeah. that's right. I that all over again. I will do it with you. I cannot wait. We'll talk to you guys next week. Take all care. Right. Peace. Bye. Tengo diabetes. Yo, asma. Estamos, Estamos en riesgo, riesgo de contraer la neumonía neumocósica. 19 años o más con afecciones crónicas como asma, diabetes, EPOC o enfermedad cardíaca o tienes 65 años o más, estás en mayor riesgo de contraer la neumonía neumocósica. Pregunta a tu médico o farmacéutico sobre Prevnar 20, una vacuna de Pfizer que puede ayudar a proteger contra la neumonía neumocósica con una sola dosis. Aunque te hayas vacunado previamente con otras vacunas contra la neumonía, Prevnar 20 puede ayudar a proveer protección adicional. Prevnar 20 está aprobada para adultos para ayudar a prevenir infecciones de 20 cepas de la bacteria que causa la neumonía neumocósica. La aprobación continua puede depender de un estudio de apoyo. No uses Prevnar 20 si has tenido una reacción alérgica grave a la vacuna o a sus componentes. Los adultos con sistemas inmunitarios debilitados pueden tener una respuesta reducida a la vacuna. Los efectos secundarios incluyen dolor e hinchazón en el área de la inyección, fatiga, dolor de cabeza, dolor muscular y en las coyunturas. Para obtener la información para la prescripción completa, llama al 1-855-213-2138 o visita Prevnar20 en español.com. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at first, first listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily Podcast. We've been with iHeart for a year, and what a year it has been. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Make Woke AF Daily your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.